The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to A Gut Feeling, where we discuss the brain-gut connection and how to break free from bloating and chronic inflammation of the gut. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee, former anxious IBS struggler turned holistic health coach and digestive specialist. Thank you so much for joining me on your healing journey. Hey guys, thanks for joining me on A Gut Feeling Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how limitations prevent healing. Yes, it's not just what you're eating and what you're doing, how you're exercising that create your healing. It's how you think, how you feel, and what you're limiting yourself from. So very important aspects to think about when you're going through your healing journey. How am I limiting myself? Okay. So the the basics about this is trusting the process. I'm going to dig into that and help you understand how to trust the process. But before I do, I just want to remind you of some of my awesome free offerings so that you know where you can find resources when you need them. Even if you don't have extra money to spare on a program or a package, these things are available to you all the time and they are super helpful. So please use them. So the first one is if you join my email newsletter list, you can get two things. First of all, you can get a free video that gives you my five tips to beat the bloat. It's super helpful and informative. So you sign up for the email newsletter and that comes uh, right to your email. And inside of it, you also get my free candida, anti-candida get started guide. So that's a cool PDF. It has recipes, protocols, and different things you can do if you're experiencing candida. For those of you who don't know what candida is, candida is a fungal overgrowth of bacteria that is um, present in your body and can cause things like bloating, fatigue, constipation, gas, diarrhea, and even body pain and different stuff like that. So it's a really amazing guide. And even if you don't have candida and you follow the guide, it can be very helpful for other gut issues and hormone issues as well. So that's for free for signing up for my newsletter. The second is my website. It's a plethora of resources. There are JRW approved products, discounts. um, There's plenty of healing recipes. All my recipes are gluten-free, dairy-free, and refined sugar-free by default. So you know you're getting all the good stuff if you go there. And then finally, my Instagram is a huge source of information, specifically my IGTV. I do tons of interviews. I make tons of videos for you guys so that you can have access to all this information. So head on over to at Jacqueline Renee Wellness on Instagram, and you'll get all of these amazing resources. So find something good. For, you can find something for everybody there. And always feel free to share with your friends and family if they are struggling too. Okay, so 
basically we're, you know, in April now, if you're listening to this now in April and the month of March was really heavy for me. I went through this incredibly uncomfortable peeling of a layer in my healing journey. And so I say this because I want people to know that even when someone appears to be healthy, that there's still growth and there's still change that comes with it. And so this was something that had been coming for a long time for me. And while I was going through the change, I was losing a lot of sleep. My body was achy. I felt really like I had a lot of pain. My skin broke out really bad. I'm still sort of dealing with the end of that, the breakout, you know, where it's like healing. And I felt super fatigued. I And I even felt honestly slightly depressed some days. And if this would have happened to me years ago, I would have constantly thought, what's wrong with me? And been seeking out help from all these different doctors, trying to do a new protocol, taking a bunch of different supplements. But now that I understand about trusting the process of your body, I settled in. I sat back and I said, what do I need to support myself while I'm shedding this layer, while I'm moving into another transition of my healing and growth journey of my personal development. And so the more still you sit, the more clarity you get. That rhymed and I didn't know that, but I'm going to use that from now on. (laughs) So the more still you sit, the more clarity you get. And so I sat and I listened to my body and what it was telling me was, to take some time off of lifting weights and pushing myself with my exercise. And it also told me to slow down considerably. It also told me to eat very vegan, which is not really similar to how I normally eat. I do usually animal protein or more paleo-esque. So I took out a lot of that. Um, I, I ate slow and I didn't eat a lot. I, I felt like I was really you know, purging and I didn't wanna eat too much. And that's the message that came through to me. And so I honored it. And I knew that the days could get a little bit ugly. They were, some of them were pretty ugly. And I'll be honest, I cried almost every day for two weeks. There was emotions purging out of me. And the most important aspect of all of this, what I did throughout every day was journal. I documented, I took my thoughts from up here and I put them on paper. And some days they looked terrible and some days they looked amazing. But by the time I got to the place where I was in the growth, it was very clear what message I was trying to receive, what was coming through to me. And this story is much like the story of the butterfly from the podcast Break Free from Diet Culture 2, part two. If you go back and listen to that, if you haven't heard it, it's really amazing. And it talks about how we can rush our healing journey or society can rush our healing journey or friends or family or whoever. And if we do, then we can't fly. So go back and listen to that story if you haven't. So I found this clarity. And for me, the part of my healing journey that had come last was the healing around my heart loving myself the most, making sure that I was showing up for myself before showing up for other people. And a lot of this was a long journey post-divorce. You know, my divorce started three years ago. And as I was moving through, I was thinking, okay, what do I have to do to be healthy? It's about eating right and doing yoga and meditating and all the things. 
but I had to heal my heart around what I needed. And I knew that meant loving myself fully, completely with every part of my being. But, but there's always, but (laughs) I resisted it. I resisted it really badly. And it put me into a string of relationships that didn't serve me. However, did they serve me because they taught me the lesson, which is you have to love yourself first and you have to be able to give to yourself first priority number one before being able to give love to someone else. So this is really important for anyone who wants to be in a relationship or maybe you want to be a parent. Think about yourself first, love yourself first, and then be full and able to give to somebody else. So you might think, well, how does this even relate to healing your body? Well, if we don't love ourselves and we have this poor relationship with ourselves, do you think your body's going to heal? You guys have heard me say before, you cannot heal a body you hate. And hating your heart or hurting in your heart is another element of loving yourself and healing yourself. So it's all part of the big picture of healing everything inside your body from, you know, the top of your bun to the tip of your toes. And this includes every element, including the heart, the gut, the body, all of the things involved. So once I found this clarity and I moved through it, I was, I felt super open. I felt, okay, I just leveled up myself big time. I got to a new place in my journey that is really free and it and i don't want to apologize for it i want to feel good about it and this brought in a string of people that were really amazing people who showed up for me people who cared about me people who wanted to be a part of this high vibration and this is a part this is the biggest part about trusting this healing journey this is this is knowing that when you're releasing or letting go of what isn't serving you then you step into this place of what does, or you serve yourself. And then what shows up are things that serve you. So the next part of this, understanding that we can sometimes place limitations on our healing journey by thinking something is wrong and trying to fix what is wrong instead of surrendering and allowing and trusting to flow. That's the point. That is the whole goal of a healing journey. And that is the whole goal of life, to be honest, is surrender in the present moment, trusting, 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 and trusting, and trusting again. And when we resist, we lean in and trust more. So to be honest, though, I wasn't always like this. When I used to stand in my way of my own healing, thinking something was wrong, I constantly sought outside sources. This is a normal behavior where we're like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? I need help. But go in, trust inside of you, trust your heart, trust your body to heal and all good things will come your way. So an additional element of this, there's you know, something that we can do to stand in our own way and not have trust. But this is ignoring the process or knowing something needs to happen, but putting it off out of fear of what may happen next. And this is sort of our, this is ego. This is our ego standing in our way saying, I want to do this, 
but why can't I? I'm just paralyzed and I almost like need to be like Pinocchio, you know, and I need my Geppetto to move my hands and to do it for me because I fear it or I'm worried about what happens next. And this keeps us anxious because we're future focused instead of, again, trusting the process and being inside of the healing journey and feeling confident in your own being to get you to where you need to be. So this actually reminds me about a story of my dear friend. We're going to just call him for, for the sake of today, Lance Vance. Actually, he chose the name. So there you go. Lance Vance, he owns a company, he's head of operations, and he has some employees that, that work for him. And specifically, a couple weeks ago, um, he came to me and he was talking about his assistant specifically, and for sake of name changing, we will call her Trix. Um, she was not pulling her weight. Okay. So she was constantly calling in sick and she didn't put in her best effort. She made tons of errors and these errors cons cost Lance fans like time and money. And the list goes on and on of things that kind of happened or transpired over a few weeks. And while this was all happening, I was sort of watching Lance and his behavior and how it was affecting him throughout these couple of weeks as he would be stressed about what was going on with her not pulling her own weight. So he knew he needed to fix it. He knew he needed to fire tricks, basically. But I could sense that he had fear of what would happen after. And eventually he admitted that he had fear of what would happen after. He knew he'd have to pick up the slack that of the work that um, she wasn't doing and that there might be a lot of extra work around the process of letting her go. So on my end, I was thinking, well, you're constantly, you know, picking up after her mistakes and picking up after her not uh, calling in anyways. So if you let her go, will it even change? But I can't tell people what they need to do. None of us can tell people what they need to do. They have to experience it for themselves and find their own path and their growth to get to where they need to be. So I just held space for him. I listened. Um, you know, maybe I threw in a little light. Uh, this is probably the way it should go here and there. But it was more about holding space for somebody who was going through something who needed that space. So each day he would complain about what was going on and you know, be frustrated. And eventually it manifested as pain in his body. He started to complain about some neck pain and shoulder pain that was going on. And he was having trouble. He was kind of trying to figure out maybe it came from this, maybe it came from that. The pain sort of manifested inside of this experience. Okay. All the while knowing he had to let her go. But, and this is true for me too, Sometimes we have to let something go, even though it's a little bit painful to get what we desire. And in this case, Lance desired to have an assistant who basically shows up like him, hardworking, efficient, knows what to do, can almost mimic his needs. And he needed that and wanted it and was desiring it and probably calling in for it. But Trix was there and he was not letting her go. And so was standing in the way of getting to this desire. This is very similar to my own journey where I was talking about what I was going through. 
where some things I had to let go of were a little painful for me to let go of, but I was kind of holding on to it for fear of what may happen next instead of taking a step back, settling in, trusting the process. And once you do, this is when you find clarity. So once he started to complain more and he had this pain and he knew what was happening, eventually him and his partner, his business partner got to a place where, okay, they couldn't take it anymore. So they fired her. Well, I saw Lance the next day and I'm telling you right away, I could tell his energy was lighter. He was, you know, he seemed happier. He seemed more free of the burden, even though he knew he was picking up more slack. And get this, he told me that he already had someone reach out about the job. Hmm, fancy that. As soon as we let go of what is standing in our way, whether it's ourselves or someone else or whatever that hold is over us, a new opportunity presents itself. Well, I'm not going to say that it always happens the next day, but sometimes it happens very quickly to the point where we realize why did I even hold on to that for so long? Ugh. It's like so frustrating when you do and then what you let go and so amazing. So you can move along and trust this process and know what's next is always going to be better if it's not good in the instance. What's even more amazing is that the very next day after that, then Lance told me that the pain was going away in his neck. And he was saying, oh, Trix is leaving my body and we have to sage and all this stuff, right? Well, it's really true. He was holding on to so much emotion and fear around this situation that once he let it go, all that pain was stripped from his body. So even if he wasn't, let's say, sick, he was still experiencing some pain in the body. And once he let go, he was able to heal. So... Of course, I nodded and smiled and I, I loved watching the story unfold, even the smallest of stories like this, because it always reminds me to trust the process and not only just the process, but the universe, knowing the universe has your back and trusting yourself because we trust other people more than we trust ourselves sometimes. And it should be the other way around. Our, we have the ability to heal ourselves. We just have to trust it. So anyways, that was a lovely story that I wanted to share with you guys. And we live and learn through these situations. And if we don't speak up, we don't make moves, we don't trust this process. Yes, I've said it a million times, but I'm going to say it over and over and over. We can actually inflict pain in our own bodies. So now, how do we put this into play? I'm going to share with you a couple tips of how I've learned to trust my body and to focus in on my gut feeling, see what I did there, and what it is telling you. So the first tip is to get really still. And just like I said earlier, right? We get still, we get the clarity. So you're going to want to spend some time either in the morning or in the night, really focusing on it is what you desire and sitting still around it. Or maybe you've even heard people say, I meditate on it. So you think of the question or you think of the problem and then you sit still. Let all of the disgusting emotions come up around it because it might be a little uncomfortable. You might want to say all these things like, oh, what if this happens? What if that What happens? Just let it all out. Let it come to the surface. 
and then let it go. Put it in a cloud and watch the cloud go away and sit still with it. Even if you don't find the answer right away, do it again the next day and again the next day and again the next day until you feel the full clarity around it. The message will come, I promise you. Number two, the second thing that I use for finding clarity or being able to trust the process is to journal. It's, <laughs> I everyone always thinks like, how is journaling going to save me? Because it's all you talk about. Jacqueline's always talking about journal, journal, journal. Yes, because when it's in your head, it's, it's swirling around and it can cause like almost a tornado of emotions or thought process. We can spiral out. When we take it out of our head and put it into a pen and on paper, we allow the messages to have structure. We allow the messages to have clarity on the paper. And sometimes, like in my case, it can take 50 pages of chicken scratch scribble to get to the answer. But if I hadn't done that, where would the answer be today? Would I continue to be stuck in the cycle of spiraling out? Like, what is going to happen? I'm worried about the future. This could never be all of these things. Versus just finding the clarity by writing it down and allowing and having forgiveness of those emotions to flow. Super simple. Write it down. That's all you got to do. <laughs> So once you really sit still and you start to journal in these emotions, now we have to do something that's a little scary and it's called speaking your truth. Yeah, I know. It gives me like chills on the back of my neck too, still, even though it's so powerful. When you desire something, when you truly want to embody a way, let's say you really want to heal your gut, or you really want to find a, a soul partner, or you really want to live somewhere or move or whatever it is, you truly desire this higher vibration, this bigger picture that you imagine for yourself. But we tend to dip down and keep ourselves small thinking, I don't know, there's, there's just no way I'm going to find it. Or there's, you know, there's no way I can make that much money or I'm not smart enough to do those tasks or I'm never going to find love or there's no men in Michigan. I'm just laughing because my friends say that all the time or whatever it is. These limitations that we put on ourselves that keep us from choosing the next thing. Well, if you desire something, you have to embody it. You have to speak it out loud. So maybe I might, you know, give Lance fans the tip of writing down every day in your journal what you desire for your assistant. Just the same way as what I write down in my journal, what I desire from a partner and from myself, because when you desire something from a partner, you have to embody that first. You have to be that partner you want to be first. So do it for yourself and then find it there. Or perhaps uh, journaling how much money you'd like to make. This month, I wanna make 8K, great, write it down. 10K, awesome, even better. By the end of the year, you wanna have $200,000? Do it, write it down, okay? And then speak it, be about it every day. Call it in. And so sometimes what, what comes from this is having conversations. We have to have conversations with the people in our life, strong, clear conversations with the people in our lives to know that we are 
letting everyone know and letting ourselves know that we're not accepting anything less. And recently I had to have a conversation like this. And I'm telling you, once you find clarity and you journal it out, these conversations are beautiful. They don't have drama and toxicity and blame or hate or fear or depression or anxiety or any of the things. I don't know if I said that twice, but all of those things <laughs> wrapped into a conversation. They have peace and clarity and calm. And as soon as you say them, guess what else happens? The universe hears. The energy moves. And instead of going against the universe or your desires, they come to you because you have clearly stated what you want. Sounds amazing, right? And if you're sitting there listening or watching me right now and doubting this, you're not, <laughs> you're not calling this in. Because anytime you're doubting anything from yourself to another person to anything, you're placing those vibrations into the universe. And those aren't the vibrations that bring you what you need. So you have to shift. And the question is, are you willing to shift your verbiage, how you speak, how you talk to yourself and the universe on the journal in your meditation to what you truly desire versus from fear of what the next step may be if you don't, okay? So decisions are difficult and your body, your gut and everything will constantly be telling you what to do. So you have to listen and tune in and I hope these tips will help you in your next decision. We want to relate it to healing your gut or healing your hormones or your body. It's about trusting you first versus everything else because I mean, I scroll on Instagram and I see, here's another product. Here's another book. Here's another person trying to sell a program. And I do it too. I'm selling programs as well. But they're, we're all trying to say what works good. Not all of it works good for you. So you have to find the clarity. For instance, I got a new client. We had our first session yesterday. I'm so excited I connected with her. And she says to me, I knew I wanted to do a program like this. I knew I needed a coach like you, but I didn't know where to start. And then you showed up. Amazing. She called out for it. She knew she needed it. And there I was. And that's how it works. Call it in. Okay. Call it in. Be still. Journal it. I know you guys can do this. And I'm very proud of you for showing up to do it as well. So what I'm... What this does is, what it, this is about is breaking limitations. Very soon, I'm going to be launching a four-week group program called Break Free from Sugar, Diet Culture, and Limitations. It's about understanding your why. It's about finding clarity in your journey and about connecting with your values and detoxing sugar too. And it's going to elevate you to your highest vibration, I promise you. So stay tuned, watch my Instagram at Jacqueline Renee Wellness. I'll be launching this program very shortly. Happy healing. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. 
Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network, and wherever you get your podcasts.